are listening to the official Acts 2 podcast. For more information and resources, please visit our website at www.acts2orlando.com. Just excited to be with you this morning and to talk about love. That's what we're going to talk about. It is the most important thing, I think, and it's so fun. We're all on the same page together. Worship was about love, the ministry time was about love. So the Lord is on this today. He told me um, that He's going to bring a lot of freedom today. He said that um, some people He's going to do an alignment in, and Andrew used a similar word, alignment. Um, I also saw a picture of glass being cleaned, so I feel like for some people he's going to be able to clear your glass of your seeing today so you can see clearly and receive love and live from that reality. So he just, I just wanted you to know so you can tune your heart with expectancy for what Jesus has for you today. Um, I just, I love talking about love, and so I thought it'd be fun to open um, with letting you into a little bit of my world. Some of you know I moved here to Florida to take care of my baby cousin. He's three years old, and um, he is diagnosed with autism. So that's why I moved down here to help him in his recovery journey. And so I think we have a picture of him um, coming up for you. His name is Shane, and one of his things that he loves to do, isn't he the cutest little thing? <laughs> um, and so he, um, he loves to sing. Um, and so anytime he says any word, if you're familiar with autism, we like celebrate. Like, he talked, he said something. And so um, I, I sing him all the time, but I've been pausing and seeing if he'll finish the songs. And so he, we were doing it the other day in the bathtub with, he calls it the love song, which is, um, you know, that old L-O-V-E. So anyway, I just recorded a little bit of it. I wanted you to hear him singing about love since we're going to talk about it today. So let's listen to Shane and I singing. That was his anyone. precious. <laughs> Good job, Shane. <laughs> Thank you. So I just wanted to share that with you. That's a little bit of my weekday in and out and what love is looking like right now in this season of my life, precious Shane. And actually, if you could just all extend, oh, he's gone, but um, <laughs> extend your hand to where he was. If you, if you can get him back. Yeah, and just, Jesus, we just agree with you. Healing over Shane in the name of Jesus. Autism, go. In the name of Jesus, we just bless your brain and we just call you into alignment with kingdom heaven. Jesus' name. Uh, thank you. Thanks for joining with me. That That is my mission here. So <coughs> I'm going to work on not coughing in your ear. Um, so we're going to talk about love, and there's just four uh, key things we're going to go after. And I just felt like today we're just going to have fun. We're going to lean into freedom. It's going to look like encounters. It's going to look like praying. It's going to look like receiving. We're just going to go after some things. So it's not maybe the typical like four points, write some notes. Feel free to write notes, but we're just going to have a chat and some freedom. Does that work? Yeah. You guys with me? Okay. So um, we're, we're going to talk about his love for us. We're going to talk about loving um, him back loving ourselves and loving others. So those four quadrants of love. And you know, just a little bit into my story with receiving the love of God, um, I realized it wasn't until college that I really heard that God loved me. 
I grew up in Christian home. I went to Christian schools. You know, I was like Christian Christian. Like I won like Christian leadership awards. You know, I was Christian Christian. And <laughs> and and really, I don't think I'd heard like I'd heard John three sixteen. You know, and I sang Jesus loves me growing up, but I don't think that I had really heard until I was at this workshop in college that Jesus like then the Father loves us. And I just remember thinking what in the world? <laughs> like, how has nobody ever not told me that? And what have I been doing? And the answer is a lot of religion, yeah. you know? And so that's just one of the things that I felt like the Father wanted to go after today is that whether you're, you just got saved and you know no religion or you've been you know, grown, grown up Christian Christian and you got to get rid of some religion or whatever your story is, um, we're going to encounter the love of the Father today. And um, one of my, like, life missions is to live in love. And it used to be, like, the gong I would ring was, I want to love well. Like, that's what I want to do. Like, can you ever do those exercises, you know, where, like, um, at the end of your life, like, what do you want them to write on your tombstone? Like, what do you want them to yeah. say, you know, when, when you die? And I was always like, I want them to say I loved well. Yeah. And I still want that, but it's from a different place. Like, my heart cry is, I want to live in love. Like, I've so understood that now when I live in the place of receiving the love of God and living in agreement with the reality that I am loved, the love that overflows from there is quality love. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it is the real deal. It is much stronger, and it is encounter with Jesus much more than the results I got when I was seeking to love well. Does that make sense? And so what I'm, I felt like there's an invitation for us today to realign our hearts with um, posturing to receive that love first, like starting with that place. Like, w you know, the scripture talks about, like, um, we, he first loved us, you know, and just, and just aligning with that. Um, I'm, I'm feeling like that's the place that we're going to get a lot of religion broken off and a lot of striving to love uh, ourselves and the Lord and other people well um, is going to get broken off and it's going to flow from that place of just being loved by him. Um, one a testimony I wanted to tell you in regards to receiving this unconditional love, uh, Pastor... <coughs> Um, a pastor at Bethel that, um, that I sat under, she was a life coach for many years before she was a pastor, and she um, would co life coach people who did not know Jesus yet. And you could only take them to so much breakthrough without encountering Jesus. And so um, one time she just told him, okay, you know what I need you to do this week? Just let unconditional love in all the time. All, you know, just whenever you're having a situation or whatever's going on, just let unconditional love in. Well, we know unconditional love is Jesus. But, you know, she didn't use his name. She just said, you know, let this unconditional love in. So her client went throughout the week and, you know, just let unconditional love in and received that. And in difficult moments, just let unconditional love in, partnered with it, agreed with it. You know, she came back in the week later and she goes, this unconditional love thing is crazy. <laughs> like, I don't even know. I don't even understand. But like, my whole life changed. And I just feel peaceful. And I feel like I'm, I'm just, I'm operating correctly. She's like, what is this unconditional love? And then the lady was able to say, that's Jesus. And she's like, really? Well, then I want him. And she got saved. Isn't that the coolest thing? And so just seeing like that is, that's who he is. That's a fruit of receiving his love and who he is, and just calling it, you know, without his name. But um, at first, but that is, that is our inheritance. Yeah. You know, like, that's awesome that the person that didn't know him yet got to meet him that way. But I'm, like, pressing in. I'm, I'm assuming that everybody in this room knows Jesus. If you don't, we'd love to introduce you to him. He is unconditional love, and he's nothing but good. 
Um, and, and so whether you're just meeting him or I'm assuming you're already in a relationship with him, we just want to lean into the, our full inheritance. We want to live in our full identity, going after our full inheritance. Everything Jesus died to give us, we want that. And we want to live our destiny to the full. So I think that it all comes down to this place of receiving his love and knowing who we are as the loved ones. And I used to have this saying that if, if someone holds my hand, I can do anything. And I've done some crazy stuff, like driven 15 passenger vans full of teenagers in hurricanes to go pray at Washington, D.C., like whatever. Like I was like, if someone holds my hand, I can do this. And, um, and just in, in the natural even, that strength of knowing I have somebody who has my back. Like I have somebody who loves me, who's comforting me, who knows me, and who fully supports me. And when we live in that reality of that's who Jesus is for us every single day, every single moment, he's the one holding our hand. He's the one fully supporting us. He's the one that says, I know who you are and I love you. I fully know you, all of your strengths and your weaknesses, all of your mess and your process, and I love you and I'm with you. I'm holding your hand and I'm for you. And so when we learn to partner with that reality, the overflow will be our destiny, will be that fullness that we're looking for. So I just wanted to us to pause for a moment and think of a time this week where we maybe were not um, shining so brightly. Um, a moment where we were like, mm, that was not my finest moment of the week. <laughs> like, I'm not sure. Just, just think of one. I mean, it's okay. You had many. I just want you to think of the one where you're like, oh, that one. Mm-mm. That one, not pretty. Like, think, think of that one. And go ahead. Just everyone got it? <laughs> Mine quickly came to my mind. Um, and take your second. Close your eyes, however. I want you to think of that moment. And whenever you have it, we're just going to close your eyes. We're going to partner with Jesus. So once you have it, we're going to ask Jesus where he was in that moment. So once you have it, Jesus, where were you? Yeah, and he might be showing you a picture, telling you what he thought. Just in that place of you being a bit of a hot mess, let him show you how he loved you and how he was okay with you and he was with you and he loved you. And let that love in. Let the message of his love drown out any information the enemy was trying to suggest to you in that moment of your identity or of how you do life. Let Jesus speak the truth. Go ahead, just keep receiving that truth. Let it wash you. Wash you. That's so good. You know, if you sensed anything that was not kind, good, full of life and love, that's just some information for you to know that there might be some blockage in how you're seeing the Lord, and um, there might be some lies that you're believing, and that's okay. We've got family right around you that we can help get some of those lies out with you, and you'll be all right. But I just want to remind you that he is nothing but love, and he is nothing but goodness. And so that's, that's an exercise we just did, but my heart is to 
teach you that so that you can do that in those moments. <laughs> and you can be like, oh, I'm a hot mess right now. <laughs> Where are you, Jesus? <laughs> you know, or, um, or I, just, I just, you know, was not myself five seconds ago. How do you think about me in that moment, Jesus? And partnering with him super quick. It's part of that lifestyle of co-laboring and, and living and intimacy and connection with him. And so it's, it's, you know, that verse, it's, um, you know, Romans, nothing can separate me from the love of, of God. And so it's living in that reality of nothing separating. And in those moments, feeling unloved, connecting, because the reality is you're always loved, and you're always loved perfectly. And so h- aligning ourselves with that. And it looks like in sessions like this, you know, readjustment, but also in, in the daily, in and out, finding that place of love, receiving it, living from it. Making sense? Just getting some tools. Can, can. Um, and so we're going to do one more um, exercise activity with Jesus on this note. And we're going to think of, you guys doing good? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so we're going to think now of a time that you've experienced his radical love in your life. It could be, you know, at one of your lowest lows and he showed up or one of your victories, breakthroughs. Just think of a moment when you're like, man, that was the love of God. Maybe you heard his voice breakthrough, whatever it was, we were like, oh, he loves me, he's here, he's near, and he's good. Once you have your moment, think about, allow the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what message he was communicating to you in that moment of who he is. just going to savor that. Okay. Now, Holy Spirit, show us what message you're creating in us or teaching us about who we are. So allow him to show you. He was telling you in that moment of who you are. great. Just take a note on how you feel in that moment and how you felt, how you feel remembering. Do you feel freedom? Do you feel courage? Do you feel light? Just take notes of that because that is how you can live 24-7. That is you experiencing the love of God and your whole being responding and full activation. And that's what he's inviting you to every single moment of every single day, to align with him and live from that place. I know I feel like I could just change the world and conquer everything, and, you know, I just get this, like, charge. And, and that's my response. And, and just, and, and fearlessness, that's usually mine. I just feel no fear. And so just finding that and, and recognizing what that feels like in your heart is important. And, and that practically looks like, I'm a practical girl, I like simplicity, I like to be able to like, oh, this is what it looks like. And, um, and so for me, that looks like many times a day I pause, and I just go like this, and I just find Jesus, is what I call it. <laughs> I'm like, and I, my friends will tell you, I'll be like, wait a second, I gotta find Jesus. <laughs> like, I will go into the bathroom, and I will also stand there. <laughs> I will just do what I gotta do to like, 
find him. And I know he's always right with me, but you know what I'm trying to say? I'm taking a second to tune myself into that reality. I'm taking a second to align myself, receive his love, hear his voice. If I don't have a face-to-face, like I heard something that he said in the midst of my day, you know, I'm not okay. Like, I got to hear him. Um, and so... And so that is what it looks like for me. And that's what I just felt like the Lord's inviting us to step into a new level of. I kind of felt silly when I was preparing this message. I'm like, God, they love so well. Like Acts 2, you guys love so well. You're so precious. I've been so loved by you guys. And I just felt like the Lord said, honey, there's always more. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just going to call you to the more. I'm calling you into the more of receiving his love and overflowing and loving because there is more. There's so much more. And so that's what we're going to go after today. Okay. Um, you guys having fun? Good. Okay, so when we're in that place of receiving his love, I think then the automatic response is to love him back. Yeah. And, you know, and that is the first and the greatest commandment, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, you know, mind, and strength. And so that is something that we're going to pause on now for a second. So we talked about receiving his love, living from that. Now we're at re- responding with love for him. And here is where I want us to pause because I think we trigger, if you grew up Christian Christian, then we trigger and we're like, perform, <laughs> you know, and they're like, and now I will serve you, great one. Like, wait, what just happened? Like, I felt like you were just telling me you love me and I'm just like a robot all of a sudden. And, um, and so it's just, I just feel like there's, there's an invitation for us to pause and, and reconsider what, it, what does it look like to love God? You know, and just so that is what I felt like he was inviting us to do today, to just pause and redefine. What does it look like to love God? I know that it has nothing to do with fear. I know that it has nothing to do with performance and striving and, um, you know, and, and earning and trying. All, it has nothing to do with that and religion and tradition and all that. So what does it have to do with? So let's just, again, pause. <laughs> I told you we're going to do this a lot today. And close your eyes or open your eyes. You can stare at me down. I don't mind. And... Um, <laughs> And just ask Jesus, Jesus or Holy Spirit, what does it mean to love God? What does it look like? I just see lies falling off our heads in the spirit. Let's do a little talking. Why don't a couple of you holler out some things you heard the Father say so we can all learn together. Anyone want to be brave and tell me? Seeing people through God's eyes. Seeing people through God's eyes. Be with me. Be with me. I like it. Another? What does it mean to love God? To be loved. Surrender. A couple more? Being at peace. Love ourselves. Thanks, Dave. Say one more time. Clinging to him. him. Good. Good answers. You know, peace. Good. You know, I think that um, Andrew was talking last week about the body, and and he was just bringing freedom for us to, you know, be functioning uniquely as an individual within the body and and room for all of that um, in the house. And I think that there's (coughs) an answer similar to this. Like, you love Jesus like only you can. And nobody else can love God the way you do. 
And so I think there's an invitation for you to uniquely and individually love him. And freedom for that expression. And nobody can ever be better at being you than you. You know, and yeah. so if, if you don't fully show up with your heart, then the Father never gets loved in that way. Yeah. And, and he, is, he made us for love. He made us for connection and intimacy. The Trinity is all about that, and they invited us into it. Yeah. You know, the Trinity is the ultimate connection. And so that, I think, is part of our answer today as a body. Like, you love uniquely, and you get to discover how that looks in your relationship with God. And you get to learn, like, one of my favorite things is after I've done something and I'll be walking away and I just hear God say, thank you for loving me that way. It's like he whispers it, thank you. And it it always rocks me. (laughs) I'm always like, whoa, yeah, I was loving you, but I just wasn't expecting a thank you or whatever. Like, it just caught me off guard. And so it's just, like, so fun to discover, like, okay, well, I I really honor Jesus when I'm fully myself. And when I'm fully alive, and how do I do that? I receive his love, and I'm free to, and I'm be, and I overflow with love for him. And so I just want to just, I just wash you with permission and freedom to be you and to love Jesus like only you can. He's jealous for that. Nobody can love him like you. And I'm inviting you to fully show up fearlessly. Show up and fully love him. And let your heart be free to love. Um, one thing, I, when I was speaking with Jesus about this, he brought my attention to Peter, um, the situation in John twenty one sixteen when Peter, you know, denied Jesus, and Jesus was talking to him about it, and he was, you know, doing that. Do you love me, Peter? Um, repeat question, restoration for Peter's heart, and I felt like Jesus drew my attention last night to the fact that he's like, I was so intentional to restore Peter's view of his love for me, and I think there's so many times that we rel- we look back over our lives we're like, oh, I messed up over there, and there was like that whole chunk of time where I was like not loving Jesus, or you know I was being selfish, and da, da 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 da, and we judge our hearts, and we judge ourselves, and we judge our love for the Father, and we deem ourselves as not loving Him as much as we could have, or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Am I the only one that's ever felt that way? And and so I just felt like Jesus was showing me in this verse with Peter. I know there there's like really cool Hebrew things about you know used a different word or whatever. I'm not that girl that can explain that to you, but I am the girl that can explain to you that Jesus said that to me that he wanted to restore Peter's view of Peter's love for Jesus and, and because that was what was broken in Peter's eyes. He, he knew. It wasn't an issue of, um, Peter, do you think I love you? Peter, do you know that I love you? It was, Peter, do you love me? And so I, I just felt like that is one of the things Jesus wanted to invite us today to do was he wanted to be like, do you love me? Do you know that you love me? I want to restore the fact that you do love me, and you do love me really well, and I'm confident of, of um, your love for me, and I'm inviting you to be confident of that, too. That's what I hear the Father saying today. I know there was a season in my life where I just, whew, I was like, I don't know what's up or down, and I remember being like, well, I know that Jesus loves me, and that is what I'm clinging to, and I had him, he showed me, and there's this first, like, um, the Bible, like, um, though you've never seen me, you know, you love me, and he kept bringing me to that, and I was like, all I'm focused on is that you love me, and you are trying to tell me that I love you, too, and I wasn't even really confident of that, but I was like, okay, but if you're trying to tell me that, I'm just going to partner with that. I'm going to agree with that, and so that's a similar thing that I feel like he's inviting us to do today, like, no matter what your journey is, no matter if you're like, I have been rocking it hardcore for Jesus, I'm, I'm confident that I love him, or if you're like, oh, I just don't know. Or if there's just moments you're just like, I'm just not sure within my week or my day or my seasons or my life. I just feel like that's a place Jesus wants to validate your heart 
for him and, um, and just come and restore your view of your love for him and what that looks like on a weekly, daily, moment base. Um, so we're just going to, um, we're just going to go after that. You guys with me? Okay. Um, so let's, um, let's stand up. Because we're going to take this back. So we're standing. Um, so mm, let's repeat after me. Jesus, Jesus. I invite you to come and restore my view of my love for you. Jesus, how do I love you? Now, Holy Spirit, come to each of those places where we feel like we had a moment, a season, where we were not loving you well. We just invite you, Holy Spirit, to come in to cover us in those areas and to restore, just like Jesus sought to restore Peter. And he knew what to say and what words to use and how many times to ask. So we just invite you, Holy Spirit, to come do that for each of our hearts, for those moments, conversations, phrasing, seasons, that we felt like we did not love you well. Do you come and restore? Thank you, Jesus. Stay in that place for a moment. hear him saying like he saw our hearts it's not all about the behavior he's about the heart Mm. reminded of what Andrew always teaches us about covenants (laughs) God was holding up his side of the covenant where you have punished yourself and, and just not been able to let go of your inability to hold your side of the covenant. I just speak freedom in the name of Jesus. Jesus never expected you to hold up your side. He was not disappointed. He signed up for this. (laughs) Come on, let it go. Let it go. He's not disappointed. Good. So we break agreement with self-accusation, with judgment of ourself, break agreement with religion and fear, the lies. We just let it go. Jesus died so we were free of this. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, so good. Thank you, Jesus. Hmm. Wow, you're so good, God. Good. Awesome. You can sit down.
Thank you for going with me on that. That was awesome. You guys were brave. It was so fun. Isn't freedom the best? Oh, I love it. So great. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, that's good. Just enjoying what God's doing. Savoring it. Mm. So, you know, the second and greatest commandment is to love your neighbor as yourself. And I'm sure many of you have heard that, um, that part, love your neighbor as yourself. And so you can't give away what you don't have. And so it is proper order to love yourself and then to love others. And, um, and there's so much the Lord's been doing in the body as a whole, in the church as a whole about that. He's been freeing us from boundaryless living and from codependency and people pleasing. And, and that's all part of loving yourself well. But I feel like there's other ways that he's inviting us to love ourselves and partner with him. Um, I think it looks like um, not agreeing with lies <laughs> and not agreeing with accusation and things we were just doing. Like that's actually loving ourselves too. And, um, and, and he's all about that. I mean, being patient with ourselves in the process. And um, I just felt like he was inviting us again to align with that, that he's loving us and we just always want to do what he's doing and we want to say what he's saying and he's loving us. And, and so partnering with him is in that is really important. And I just felt like he wanted to validate that today and just remind us, like, not loving ourselves is, is not honoring him. And, and, it's, and it's part of, um, so I just felt like the f- needing to break off that lie, like, um, off of us, that <coughs> <coughs> neglecting to love ourselves, it is a lie that that is honoring him. Yeah. And it is important that loving ourselves is part of how we love him and is part of bringing the kingdom and is pri- part of... Um, of being a daughter and a son. And so we don't have um, tons of time, so we're just going to kind of keep moving. Um, I could talk about this forever because it's the best topic. Um, but I, we do want to ask Jesus a question because, I mean, I could talk all day about love, but unless you hear from Jesus, like, what, what's really the point? Um, and so we're just going to ask Jesus um, about um, how he would like us to love ourselves. And, and um, there's, we're all at different places, and some of it might be he, he's like, I actually want you to sleep more, you know, I, or I want you to drink more water. <laughs> I hear the Lord. And, um, you know, just just what, that might be that. You know, that might be where he's at with you and loving yourself, and, and it might be a boundary conversation. It might be a take a risk, you know, loving yourself by not walling yourself out from everybody. Receive love. Like, that's how he wants you to love yourself. Like, there's... Um, there's as many different answers as there are people in the room. So um, instead of telling you how to do it, I just want you to hear from Jesus. So I'm just going to pause again. It's a pausing day. And, um, and just close our eyes or open our eyes. Jesus, how are you inviting me to love me? Lord Jesus, what does it look like for me to love me? You can keep asking him this. You can ask him once a week, check in, 
ask him all the time. But the, the value, again, that I feel like the Lord just wants us to hear is that we can't give away what we don't have. And so if your heart is like, I just want to be gracious to people, well, are you gracious to yourself? You know, like, I just want to, you know, I just want to, um, you know, be compassionate to the broken. Are you compassionate to yourself? You know, and so just feeling like that is, and if you're having a hard time with that place of like, I don't know how to be compassionate to myself, remember, just back it up. He's always compassionate to you. And receiving his compassion or receiving whatever it is that you're struggling to give yourself, receiving that from him, partnering with it, extending it to yourself. And then when you extend it to other people, which is our last one, it's going to be gold. Like it is going to be so rich that they're going to be wrecked and it's going to be an encounter with Jesus. And it's an encounter. The other day, there was a store that I frequent. Um, it's a nat- like a health food store. And there's a lady that works there. And just every day that I go in, I'm talking to her, you know, getting to know her, just what we do, just showing up, loving people, stopping for the one, Heidi Baker. And, um, and just, you know, doing the deal. And I was just talking with her the other day about, and I know I'm, fr- I'm familiar with her lifestyle and, and just all that as we've engaged each other in her background, Catholicism, et cetera. And so we were just talking about sex trafficking the other day because it came up. And I was just telling her about what the work that I'd done in Costa Rica with the girls that have been rescued from sex trafficking and blah, blah. I was telling her about this John that I was talking to and how people hate the Johns and hate the pimps, but I think they're broken too and blah, blah, blah. And so I was just talking to her and she gets wrecked. Like homegirl is like crying and she's just like standing there and she's just like undone and I'm caught off guard because I'm just like, you know, Jesus, blah, blah. And she's just like holding my water bottle and she's just like, like tears are coming in her eyes. She's a tough cookie. And she's like, I just, I just can't take how you love people. She's like, you just love people. And I knew when she started to talk, she was not only talking about the stories I was just talking about, she was talking about how I've been loving her for like nine months. She knows that I'm a Christian. She knows that I don't agree with her lifestyle. And she's undone. And she's like, you just don't judge. You just love. And I'm like, well, you know, I, ju- I just love Jesus. And Jesus is just like that. She's like, I know, but his people are not. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, and I was like, but he is, he is. And she's just undone. You know, it was just like, I was wrecked because she was wrecked. And it was just one of those moments where I'm like, I've never seen somebody had that look on their face unless they were meeting Jesus, like at an altar or, you know, like a ministry in the street. And this is just like the weekly, like, hey, girl, how you doing? And like, eventually she's just undone by the love of God. And it was the coolest thing. And I just I wanted to tell you that testimony because I wanted to, to just make us hungry for that kind of love just to ooze from us that people are just undone. Like, this Jesus, like, I can't even, like, what? And, and, and it, it is all from the place of receiving love and living in love and being that love. But it's not because we mustered up, I'm going to love you. You know, it's because it's, we are loved. I just can't help but love you. If you get around me, you're going to get loved because I'm loved, you know, and, and that is, it's part of being a daughter. It's part of being a son. Like, it's really bringing family. You can't bring family unless you have a father, you know, unless you bring him. And so it's just, it's just a freedom that I want. I just want to make you hungry for it. Um, you know, there's just, there's so many other things we could discuss. Like, what, but what I, I want to honor the time. What I really want to ask you is what does love look like coming from you? I'm really excited about how Jesus made us each uniquely. And remember how we paused earlier that we love Jesus like only we can? Well, same when we are loving, like the chick in the store or whoever on the street, coworkers. Like each of us love so uniquely. It comes through us. His love comes through us so unique. He's designed us, our personalities, our giftings, you know, the way we think, our history. It's so unique. Like it's, I, I just love it. I get so excited about that. And so I think there is a place like it's, um, like Dave and I, 
has similar hearts, but it comes out very different from both of us. You know, but I, I can love like Dave. I can get on the street and I can, you know, I can um, be bold and brave. And actually, bar ministry is one of my favorite places. But it's going to look different between Dave and I. Does that make sense? And, and, I'm n- and if I try to have love look like it does through me, through Dave, it's going to be fake. And they're going to feel that. And same with Dave, if, you know. And, and, and so just giving you, again, permission for love to look like it does through you. Like, if you're a direct person, be direct in your love. You know, if you're ooey-gooey, ooey-gooey in your love. Like, you know, if you, if you write cards, write cards. Just, just the expression, the overflow, there is no right way to do it except for being you and being fully you. That is the right way. And so, you know, Heidi Baker always says, you know, love looks like something. And so that is the question like, t- that I wanted to ask your heart today. What does love look like from you? Do you know? And, and when you know and when you begin to ask the Lord and he begins to show you, you can take ownership of it. Like, oh, love looks like when I come into a place, I can set the atmosphere. And I can bring heaven. Like, that's one of the ways that, you know, intercessors do it. And that's one of the ways that lay love. You know, and so just taking ownership of it and walking in it. Um, and so that is, that's just what I felt like stirring in my heart today to invite you to to step into more um, and again so we're we can receive that love from the Father and be that love uniquely um, so we'll we will um, pause and, and ask him but <coughs> excuse me but one thing before we do that's funny I said one thing and held up two fingers one thing <laughs> um, one thing before we do that is that um, I just felt like he was wanting to make sure that we addressed that there is no fear in love. And so I wanted to read that verse over you. (coughs) First John 4, 18, this is an ESV version. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment. Whoever fears has not been perfected in love. And so I felt like the Lord was saying, he has taken care of punishment. Punishment is not an option. All of that has been taken care of and addressed. You do not have to fear. You do not have to... um, Punishment is no longer on the table. It's no longer an option. And so just bringing the freedom that, um, you know, just I- if, if you feel fear, that is an invitation to receive love. That is not a condemnation that you have not been perfected in love. It is an invitation for you to receive more love and come into alignment and allow that fear to be washed away and allow you to live in more of your inheritance more and more. So we're, we're um, just going to pray one more time. Um, And so in the name of Jesus, I just break religion and freedom uh, off of you. I break off performance and all of those ways of thinking of how love should (laughs) look like coming through you. We just, we let go of all the shoulds. We will not should on ourselves, And we just let it go. (laughs) And we just say, Jesus, will you teach us? Come Holy Spirit and teach us what love looks like through us. How did you design us uniquely to love? I speak freedom and activation to each of your spirits to come to the forefront, to rise, to receive the love of God, to live and be full, and to let love flow through you to the Lord, to yourself, to other people in the fullest way of your design and in the delight of the Father. And I just speak hope to your heart, restoration to your heart, to your perceptions and your associations and your definitions of love. I speak redemption. I speak alignment with the kingdom of heaven. I speak face-to-face encounters with, with God himself into your night watches, into your days in and out that you'd be wrecked by the love of God, that you'd be completely undone, that you would have the fragrance of the love of God flowing from you, that people would stop you and say, tell me of this God. 
tell me of this love. I must have it. So I bless you to walk fully in your unique design of love. So Jesus, will you come? Each heart, would you begin even now to download to them how they love, what it looks like for them to love, how they stop for the one? Show them what love looks like through them. We need your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus, for what you've done in our lives. Thank you for the love that you've poured into our hearts. We'd we'd be really good receivers of that love. Jesus' name. So I give you permission to live big, to love big, to be big, for that love to look like it does uniquely through you. I give you permission for that, but I also beseech you to take ownership of that, because if you don't, we're going to so miss out, and the Father's heart's going to miss out of that part that he could never have from anyone else. So we value you, love you. Thanks for hanging out with me today and bless you. Thank you for listening to the Acts 2 podcast. Love God, love people, and live life.